At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I want to tell you about the Zebra. They are our uh, sponsor this half hour. Gas prices skyrocketing. Cost of groceries gone up dramatically. Housing prices out of control. You know, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, the play was pretty good, wasn't it? Um, if you would like to cut your your uh, finances down and save more money, may I suggest you call The Zebra. Just go on to online to thezebra.com slash back. You are going to save a buttload on your car and home insurance in under five minutes. It is a service that just goes out and searches what you should be paying and who is offering what. You look at all of them. The average person is saving about $900 on their uh, their, uh, car and home insurance in under five minutes. It's not an insurance company. All they're doing is comparing and helping you buy and manage your car and home insurance. That's it. Get a free quote right now. Just go to thezebra.com slash Beck. Save money right now. Thezebra.com slash Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Last, I think, Friday, I saw a story that I really didn't understand. I've spent the weekend trying to do my homework so I could present this to you. It's about what's happening in Japan. Japan is collapsing, and the media is not telling you anything about it. Um, We're going to go through it. It has a significant impact on your life and your world. We'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. There aren't too many pet owners out there that, you know, just don't want the absolute best for their best friend. Your dog is part of the family and you want him or her to live a long and healthy and happy and active life. What he eats has a lot to do with that. And if he's eating, you know, regular kibble food, he's not getting the nutrients that he needs. The good news is there is rough greens. It's not a dog food, but it's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food and it's chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it is healthy for your dog, it's most likely in rough greens and they love it. They go crazy for it. Again, not a dog food. You sprinkle this on your dog's food. 
The folks at Rough Greens are so convinced that your dog is going to love it and you will see a change over the next couple of months that they want to give you the first bag free just to make sure your dog loves it uh, as much as Uno loves uh, Rough Greens. They have a special deal. You just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. It's free. You get a free bag. All you pay for is the shipping. Go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. All right, so Stu, I need you to stay with me here um, because this is this is probably a story that no one is paying attention to, and I think it's really important Japan said that they would be the first Great Reset full adopter, okay? And that made me curious a few months ago when I found that out. I'm like, hmm, why? Well, I now know why. They are in serious, serious financial straits. They have been for a while. This is, this is not a new problem. This has been going on the decline of Japan since the 90s. Well, I read a story, um, what was it, Thursday or Friday, that the Japanese yen has fallen to its lowest level against the dollar in more than 20 years. This means it takes more yen to buy a dollar. As of Friday, the 22nd, it was more than 125 yen to buy a dollar. Normally, only people who are like trading in currencies actually care about this. But the why behind the crash is why you need to care, okay? Because it could very easily lead to the crash of our treasury bonds. And let me explain. Treasury bonds. Our debt. We issue treasury bonds every time our government spends money. And we have trillions of these out. And nobody is buying them. Okay, the days of us living high on the hog and ah, somebody will take this crap. Those days are over. Okay, the the Japanese are the largest holder of U.S. Treasury bonds in the world. They hold more than China, more than any European country, more than any other entity except the U.S. Federal Reserve. Why does the U.S. Federal Reserve own so many treasury bonds? They never did that before. They had to start do it, doing it because no one in the world would, would raise their hand in auction and say, I'll take some of that American crap. Okay? So no one was buying it. So the Fed put trillions of dollars of our debt, and they bought that debt by printing money. Okay? Japan is number two. Japan holds $2 trillion of our debt. Now, the story that I read on Thursday or Friday was that the prime minister had called Janet Yellen and called the president and said, we need a bailout. You got to help us out. You, You have to shore up the yen or we are done. Well, uh, we didn't do that. We said we can't do that, and there's a couple of reasons why we can't. So, with them being the largest holder, they've been, they are, um, they're playing a game here. It's a shell game. The whole world is on this shell game. They have $2 trillion in treasuries, and they're forced to sell those bonds 
to shore up their currency. This would cause our Fed to print more money to put bill or trillions into buying those bonds, which would now be on the market. So inflation could go to 20%. That's the story you'll hear if you pay attention to Bloomberg. But that's, that's just a small part of what's going on. We know that Jap- Japan has the worst demographics in the world. It's the oldest population in the developed world. 3.4 retirees over the age of 55 for every one worker under the age of 30. So that one worker is expected to work to support 3.4 people. Nobody's entering the workforce. If you're young, you're not going into the marketplace. The Japanese stopped having kids after the Asian miracle ended in 99 and Japan's economy crashed. Remember the stories where they can't get guys to be even interested in sex. Consider this. Toyota and Honda, the two best-made, best-selling brands in the world, right? Testaments to Japanese ingenuity and manufacturing. Except the Japanese demographics are so upside down, virtually no Hondas or Toyotas are actually made in Japan anymore. More than a decade ago, both companies realized they couldn't find any workers, and that's why they're here in the U.S., Indonesia, and the Philippines. These companies were not alone. In the past 20 years, Japan has lost almost its entire manufacturing base. Does any of this sound familiar? Save a few technology sectors like motherboards and microchip, uh, microchips, everything else is not made in Japan. This means their taxable income is gone. And as they move overseas, where labor is available and costs were lower, some of the profits flow home to Japan, but most of the revenue generated stays in countries where manufacturing is occurring. So they had to make up the shortfall. What do you do? They had a plan. They started selling more and more Japanese bonds to cover their deficits between the massive welfare state and the tax base. So they they just started selling bonds. This is where we're at. Japan has the person, the highest personal income taxes in the G7. It also has the highest debt to GDP in the developed world. Our debt to GDP is 130 percent. That's the highest we've seen since World War Two. Japan's debt to GDP is 253 percent. Okay, that's double ours. So their economy was collapsing. They had to sell bonds. Then they got to the place we are and they were like, nobody's buying our bonds. So what did they do? Now, remember, this just was stated by uh, the Biden administration as something that is coming our way. What they did, so the country wouldn't collapse, they went and they sold Japanese bonds to investors in Japan at 0% interest. Now, why would a company take something where I'm not going to grow on my money and lock my money into a Japanese bond for 10 years? Why would you do that? Because the government mandated it 
If you were a retirement fund, you had anything to do with Japan, you were investing, you had to put a percentage into government bonds. So they bought these government bonds, which allowed them to then print more yen. And then what did they do? They took that money and they bought our government bonds, which were returning about 2% interest to them. Now, that 2% interest, think of this, that's coming out of your pocket. So we're paying them um, interest on $2 trillion in treasuries is about $40 billion a year. So we're sending $40 billion, and that's fine. That's a deal we're, you know, we're buying turtle tunnels. I mean, you know, we need those things. But Japan's entire defense budget is $47 billion. So we are... In effect, funding 40, uh, 40 billion of their 47 billion in defense. But then we also provide about $10 billion a year in discounts for guns and ammunition and everything else. So we are paying 100% of their military. This isn't by accident, and it's not a bad deal, actually. Our government is more than happy to do that because Japan is the most important strategic defense partner when it comes to containing China or defending Taiwan. We have 55,000 U.S. troops stationed in Japan. Japan is the only foreign country in the world out of which the U.S. has permanently operated a U.S. carrier battle group. So, back to the end being in freefall. To keep their bonds at 0% and then make that arbitrage thing work, Japan has to continue to buy its own bonds. But that's through quantitative easing, printing. So they print more yen to buy their bonds. Um, and anytime the yield goes above zero, they're in trouble. They're creating artificial demand for their bonds. When they... When the yield on the Japanese gov uh, government bonds went to 1%, 2%, our 10-year bonds would not be able to service that debt. So our bonds, they no longer have the $40 billion for their military, et cetera, et cetera. They have a debt of 253%. It would cost them uh, it would cost them to pay interest on their debt more than they ever collect in taxes. So to pay to debt, they have to print currency, buy the bonds, buy ours, and we buy theirs. And it just starts all over again because we have to print money. They have to print money. And so it goes into this inflation death spiral. And that's where they are right now. They're at the beginning of the inflation death spiral so here's the problem with all of this if they collapse i mean really collapse who can bail them out we can't we'll we're close to a death spiral so who bails them out and what happens when next september President Z goes in front of his, you know, people's Congress 
and says, okay, everybody vote. I am dictator for life. When that happens and Japan, if Japan is out, we are so weak with everything else that is going on. Do you think we're going to save Taiwan? How would we even do that? How would the West protect Australia? By the way, all of this is happening because the Fed said and the Treasury said, we can't bail you out. But what you probably don't know that we reported on um, about three months ago, uh, the Fed did bail the Bank of Japan out. The Fed gave them seven trillion dollars. That was in uh, Q3 and Q4 of last year. We're in Q2. Seven trillion dollars they've burned through already. Prepare for impact. Prepare for impact because it is happening. The reason why they said they'd be number one on the uh, on the boat for the Great Reset is because if we say jump, they are forced to say how high. But we no longer have enough juice to tell anyone to jump because we need all of that juice ourselves. Jamie wrote in about Relief Factor. My husband and I both started using Relief Factor. We were surprised by the results. We both had minor aches and pains. Plus, I've had problems with my knee that wasn't improving. After about two weeks of Relief Factor, we both started seeing wonderful lessening of pain. Even my knee was feeling better. I can tell you going forward, we won't be without it. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. If you're living with pain, may I recommend you give Relief Factor a try? It's not a drug developed by doctors and has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation. Try the three-week quick start right now. Developed for you at $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor and about 70% of them have gone on to order more. That tells you everything I think you need to know. ReliefFactor.com, 1-800-4-RELIEF, 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 1995, the three-week quick start, developed for you at ReliefFactor.com. That's Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. That makes sense. It's hard. It's it's a uh, difficult. I mean, I wouldn't say I followed it entirely. Yeah, but I would say that it. What keeps screaming out to me as you go through all that is it's a house of cards. House of cards, right? Like That's it's it. impossible. Only perfection could unwind it successfully. And how are you going to unwind it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, I, I don't know how to do it, but I wouldn't know how to build a house of cards either. And that's yeah. the point. It's hard. It's a difficult right. thing to do. And if you make one tiny little mistake in the most Correct. minor way, it collapses. Correct. Correct. And that's you know when you, these you know, the, that these finance schemes wind up working for a while, yeah. and then you know you get to a point, and it seems like we have these economic collapses, you know, almost on a schedule. 
where these things no longer can hold the other uh, the other scheme up. One scheme needs to function as the weight-bearing pillar of another scheme. And exactly right. That's terrifying. You get to a point to where you were printing money and you cannot stop because you have to keep printing more money. Yeah. They are three years into their death spiral now. They're three years into it. We are 18 months into ours. So they're ahead of us. Um, but uh, gosh, what does anybody have? What bullets does anybody have to stop it? This is why the Great Reset is a reality. This is why the Fed doing their digital currency, it will happen because it has to. The world has to reset. All of this debt all over the West is too big. They're not going to reduce your debt. They won't cancel out your debt, but they'll cancel out the bank's debts. They'll cancel out, you know, the big, huge business debt that is too big to fail. They'll cancel out some uh, I think this is wishful thinking, but some of the government debt, they'll have to come up with something to reduce government debt. So what's the way to prepare? Is there a way to prepare for this? Is it just taking care of your own personal situation? Yeah. Have children. You don't want to end up like like Japan. Have children. We have to have children. That's the ultimate debt creating asset. <laughs> I know. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, I do know that. But but you have to have children. You have to be able to take care of yourself. We have to be able to make things here in America, you know, and don't buy into. Look, the most important thing is to know who caused the problems, who caused these problems, the Fed, the big banks and the government. So when this all falls apart, who's going to come to us with the answer? The Fed, the big banks and the government. They are the last people we should trust. They're the ones who built this. Trust yourself. Trust your neighbor. Don't you know, my my uh, uncle was part of the um, uh, part of the tests uh, during the 60s on what you do to survive a nuclear war. Hmm. And um, uh, and he's he's told me some stories, you know, now that he's getting a little, uh, you know, a little more loose with the lips he's been telling me stuff about you know you you what most people will be surprised they survive that's going to be the biggest surprise they survive a nuclear war um and whatever you do don't listen to the people that were causing the problem they're going to tell you go here that's the last thing that you should do and I think this is financial nuclear war. Don't listen to the people who got us into this mess. Don't listen. Why are we going to suddenly believe the media when they tell us this is the truth and this is what has to be done? Why? What? We're going to suddenly believe them? No. Trust yourself. Be self-sufficient. Get out of debt. More in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. So it's pretty darn expensive to get your car repaired today, especially if it's out of warranty. I want you to imagine what it's going to be like in 10 years. Uh, you're going to have to give them not one, but probably both arms to be able to uh, 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 to be able to bail your car out. Uh, and get it out of the shop. Good news is one of those arms might have the mark of the beast on it or in it. So anyway, a car shield. 
you could be paying the same price in 10 years that you're paying right now, believe it or not, at no extra cost. They have rental car options, trip reimbursement, roadside assistance, um, coast to coast. They will get your car into the shop. They pay for it. If you sign up with them now, you lock in your price. It will never, ever go up. So you are shielded from the rising cost of parts and repairs for your vehicle. If you join right now, carshield.com slash Beck. Save 10% on your plan and lock your pricing in forever. 800-391-8888. Carshield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you have uh, tuned in today. Thank you so much for uh, listening. I was just talking about the, the inflationary death spiral of Japan. Let me turn the tables here and show you where we're actually climbing the ladder and we are doing better than we have in my lifetime. And that is with the Supreme Court on religious freedom. I was talking to uh, Kelly Shackelford from uh, First Liberty over the weekend and um, he said, you know, five years ago, First Liberty, which just fights the religious cases of freedom of speech, freedom of religion. Uh, he said, five years ago, we sat in front of a whiteboard and we said, dream big. Everybody dream big. I mean, like, let's really reach. So somebody put up on the whiteboard one case per year. We will be arguing in front of the Supreme Court. And Kelly told me he sat there and he said, I didn't say anything. He's the CEO. He's like, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to bring the room down. And he's like, fat chance. There's 7,000 cases that the Supreme that make it to the Supreme Court. And out of that 7,000, they maybe pick 150. So the odds of getting a to argue in front of the Supreme Court is almost impossible. He said, you want to talk about a, cha- a sea change? He said this year, I think it was this year, he, they are arguing seven cases. And he believes they're going to win all of them. Now, this comes with a caveat. And this, this is something I would really prepare for. Um, the, the onslaught of the left losing their minds this summer. It could be riots in the streets. It will definitely be a full court press. Using that term right? Mm-hmm. Full court press uh, on, um, on packing the court. Okay. Once you pack the court, you're done. As a nation, you're just done. Okay. That is the, that's the last step. That's what Venezuela, I think Venezuela has like 43 people on their Supreme Court now. Uh, you just pack them. And then you get the political answer that you want. So the latest is the one that happened yesterday. And this is the um, the case of the football coach, the high school football coach named Joe Kennedy. If you don't know him or his story, you have to hear it. It is it's unbelievable. Um, Joe is a guy I just had on our podcast. Was it this? I think it was this this last weekend, wasn't it? Or the weekend before. Um, so the last two 
Saturday podcast. You can find it with Joe Kennedy. He's fascinating. He's not a Bible thumper. He grew up a bad kid, uh, you know, didn't really believe in God and everything else, but turned his life around. But is not a guy who's quoting scriptures. Okay, he's just he's just a good guy who has a quiet faith and believes in God. And so when he was asked to coach for this team in, I think it's Bremerton, he's asked to coach in Washington State, and he decides, look, I'll do it if you want me to do it. He says a quick prayer. He gets his answer uh, that night, and he's like, okay, I'm in. But for this opportunity, I'm going to give you thanks every game, win or lose, thanks, privately, not for anything else. And he would go to the 50-yard line after the game. Everybody's celebrating, breaking up. He quietly got down on his knee at the 50-yard line for about 20 seconds and just said, Lord, dedicated to you. Thank you for everything. You know, amen. He said it privately. He said it to himself. And he never asked anyone to be involved he never preached it to the kids nothing an opposing team comes to bremerton and they see it and somebody on their side writes a vicious letter saying how can you let this happen in your school this is oppression and freedom you know uh, the freedom of uh, you know freedom from religion and so the school responds they don't at first they just say hey can can you uh, can you not do it? And he said, well, I, this is a personal thing for me, but sure, I'll, I'll, I'll go over here and do it more quietly. And the other teams had come and other people had started to join him. He goes to the students because he had been doing it for eight years. I uh, went to the students to say, guys, you can't join me anymore. It's no big deal. Don't. Um, and he never invited them. Some of the students came to him over the eight years and said, hey, coach, can we take a knee with you and he and his exact quote is it's a free country do what you want but he never tried to push it or indoctrinate etc etc well yesterday this case went in front of the supreme court and i have to tell you the other side i mean this you have to listen to it for the very first time in history the world could listen to the goings-on and an argument live in front of the Supreme Court. Usually there's about 40 or 50 people in there. Um, now it's just the justices because of COVID and the two attorneys. And because of that, they decided on this case to stream it out to everybody. And so I listened yesterday. It was crazy to listen to this. And it was so good because they would go back and forth and you weren't sure all the time which side the justice was taking because they poked holes in both of them. But the the opposing side, the ones from the, the Bremerton School District, they I mean, they don't have their facts together. And the justices said, you know, the facts seem to be in play here. You know <laughs> what exactly is true and what's not. Um, and Joe's side has has the facts buttoned down yeah because there's a i think there's an idea that you know the an accusation that sort of bubbles under the surface that basically the coach is lying he he is he did uh maybe subtly uh, uh try to get these kids to go out and pray 
and uh, he did. No, this is what the oh, accusation that's what they're saying. is. I was yeah. thinking, no, he didn't. no, he didn't. Yeah. Um, he did uh, in 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 accusation form basically say, you know, you are not going to get playing time if you don't right. join me. Like this is the accusation. Right. So if that were true, you could have an argument here. However, they can't produce one single child in the eight years he was doing this that says this occurred yeah i mean it's not just his word they can't come up with one kid who said it it occurred all they're saying is is that the coach has an unbelievable influence on kids Hmm. and so everything that he does it's implied if you don't play along so you're not going to play football you're not going to get a good grade well, I would make the case for every teacher that is true. If you are spouting <laughs> yeah. all of this this gobbledygook, this this wokeness, uh, you think I feel comfortable saying what my opinion is? Or do I have to go with a teacher? And we have seen the evidence of that happening in the schools and the teachers berating those kids that don't agree. We've seen that. There's nothing in this case. Yeah. I mean, if I remember the story right, one of the there was one kid who said something somehow spoke up and said he didn't want to participate in the prayer wasn't his gig. And of course, the coach was like, yeah, that's fine. Actually made the kid the captain of the team. (laughs) That's the kind of that's the kind of evil devilish tricks that the right seems yeah, to spend. that's right that's how um, you do it the 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 important <laughs> thing about this is this is the very first time in our nation's history that the establishment clause coming in for teachers uh, and employees has actually been challenged like this can you say a silent prayer can you go in as a teacher and say a blessing over your food to yourself? If this doesn't come out, if this if if the left wins on this one, it's going to be a really bad thing. Um, but I just don't see them winning uh, on I this. I don't think they're going to win this either. I think they're, I don't you know, they have anything here. I was talking to Kelly. He said he thinks that there's a real chance Roe versus Wade is all is all just underwater now. I know. I, I have said for years and years and years. Not my lifetime. It's not my lifetime. This is not going to happen. As much as I wanted it to happen, yeah. I never believed it. And, you know, of course, there's a lot. It's a much more complicated thing than overturning something in the Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. end abortion. It's going to get more radicalized in blue states. Oh, yeah. Pe- they will, it already is. Yeah, they're, they're already forming organizations to pay for people to transport women across state lines. That's to do what we stuff. like to call the free market. Yeah, although I don't I kind of disagree with that analysis just because of. It's not free market to be able to kill children. <laughs> no, sorry, it's not. You know, no, 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 that's not the way. It's it's not. No. <laughs> but we're taking a step in the right direction in the regards of it's better the, than it the was, feds certainly. don't have mm-hmm. a place. Now, this disagree. I disagree because I think it's murder and the feds absolutely have a place in that. But yes, with and, what they're arguing Get it to the states it's, again. It's closer to federalism, yes. really, I think. But I still don't think this should be. I mean, I think it's life is liberty in the pursuit of happiness. I do believe this is a protected thing that the feds should be involved in. But that being said, all of that to the side, you're never going to stop it unless you win the argument with people over a long period of time. Like like the argument against racism was one. Yeah. Right. You, you know, you, you, was it? 
<laughs> I think. Well, I think it was. It was, and then it was uh, undone. <laughs> apparently, it's, right now the left is trying to undo that victory because they yeah. want the racism apparently so badly. Yeah. Uh, we want to make sure and convince, reconvince people that their skin color is the most important <laughs> thing about them, which is a strange uh, yeah. political project. But yeah. it is where we're going, uh, seemingly. Uh, but like you know, you, you look at things like interracial marriage. Right? There was a time in which 60, 70, 80 percent of this. Uh, country believed it shouldn't be allowed yeah right that argument was not one because of changes in law it was one because people realized it was idiotic to think that right. right and so you have to win the argument on abortion that way too there are organizations in europe that exist right now that will send you abortion pills anywhere in the world if abortion is illegal in your area you're not going to just stop this by overturning a case however it's incredible that we're even talking about this. I mean, I did not think we'd ever be see a time in so which this I would just be want to reiterate what I just said at the very beginning of this. At the end of this summer, it may be that we are more free under religion. Under the First Amendment, we may be more free than we have been in about 80 years. That's remarkable. And I will say this, too. And there's a lot of complaints on the right about how we, quote unquote, always lose. Well, we are winning that, big. It's just not I don't see the facts bearing that out, especially, you know, there's been a lot of beating up of originalism in the court and how it was a failed conservative project. Has it been? Has it really been? A, this is a failure. I don't know. I don't think it's a failure. So this is actually and what's great is this is actually winning and it's coming back to the Constitution. Yeah. It's not a political thing. Mm -hmm. It's back to the Constitution, which you never know. The Constitution cuts both ways. Sometimes you love it. Sometimes you don't. But it's going back to that. That is a huge win. This is a lasting mark. You know, we can get in and, and have a president, the next president, the three presidents from now can go and make and, you know, sign their dictates uh you know through uh, executive order and those are overturned immediately those are either overturned by the court or they're just canceled day one the next president comes in these are lasting marks you want to you want to back a, a group of people of of 501c3 that's actually making a difference may i suggest you donate to first liberty they're making lasting differences all right, inflation kicking everybody in the pants these days, you know, and it's harder and harder to save money. But with Patriot Mobile, you'll not only be able to save a buttload, but you're also going to be able to support a great company that supports you. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider, and that's more than just name. They actually are doing something about it. First of all, they have the same great nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they're on the same cell towers. So, you have all of that. You have great service, lower prices, better um, customer service, in my opinion, all here in the in the United States. And on top of that, you know that the money that you're giving them to pay for your cell service is not going to things like abortion clinics like Verizon. They're supporting Planned Parenthood. Great. I don't want to support them. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit your budget they have uh, uh, teams on the ground all the time 
fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, the sanctity of life. That's secondary, I know. But it's nice to have somebody take the money that I've worked hard for, you've worked hard for, and actually apply it to the same cause that I'm for. We've got to start doing business with people who want to do business with us. Patriot Mobile. It's an easy way to save money right now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Do it now. Call 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation if you use the offer code Beck. So do it now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day? Miss a lot. Visit BlazeTV.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Coming up in just a minute in studios, Nikki Haley, a friend of the program and uh, somebody who I think served honorably in the uh, in the uh, gubernatorial uh, position, in South Carolina, and also as our United Nations uh, secretary. She was. I can't wait to talk to her about Russia. Did you see what they were saying that that now Putin is. The, the, more and more so, they're saying he's incapacitated. That he is. Yeah, there's been some weird videos popping yeah, up. Yeah, and I didn't see anything weird in that video. Yeah. Did you? I mean, not, I didn't. Not necessarily. No. Um, and then yesterday, uh, their foreign secretary came out and said, um, "Hey, just want to let you know, with you guys shipping arms over, uh, don't be surprised if it's a nuclear war." <laughs> I. I the, I'm assuming that we still live in the world where everybody knows uh, there's no winners in a nuclear war. But is that even rational to assume that anymore? How does this end? Nikki Haley joins us in a minute.